Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where we talk, of course, about the Arizona Cardinals here, uh, in the, in the Valley of the Sun in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me as always is the one and only Ed Easy Smith. He played professional baseball, also played in the National Football League. What is good? Man, you and I are getting more work than these Cardinals doing training camp, man. Ooh, we're about to talk about it. We're about to speak on it. We're about to speak on it. So this, uh, so today's show, again, this is, is preseason. I know that there's some important things, but for the most part, things, I mean, there, there aren't going to be a lot of standouts and then maybe so because I want to go over a couple things that, that, um, um, that maybe stood out or that I noticed in game in, in uh, game two of the, uh, the preseason there. So I want to talk about snap counts a little bit, get your observations on what you saw, or maybe what didn't, what did or did not jump out at you. Um, the joint practices, cause the, the next game is coming up on Saturday against uh, Tennessee in Tennessee uh, at Tennessee. And so, you know, practices, joint practices are typically supposed to be spirited and physical and, more than one, so we'll talk about that. Uh, let's see, and then, and then, uh, just kind of thinking what your thoughts are on this game. In, in addition to that, in terms of this, this that contest there, and something I noticed, or t- just in kind of hearing people talk about it, that the NFC West and maybe, maybe how maybe how it might shake out. So let's get into it. So snap count. So the the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they had a home game, home preseason game, where in which they welcomed the Baltimore Ravens. They ended up falling to the Baltimore Ravens 24-17. So here, I want to go over some snap counts, and then as we get over the snap counts, maybe you can share kind of some of your observations. But the quarterback position is not a big deal, and it's this a lot of this information I'm getting from CardsWire, uh, cards, CardsWire.com. But I want to stop me when it when it's interesting to you. So running back, eh, twenty eight snaps for Keontae Ingram, and Eno Benjamin twenty one snaps. Eh, Jonathan Ward had seven. Um, yeah, Ward kind of injured his shoulder. I saw that on on one of the tackles there. The wide receiver group: Andy Isabella fifty seven snaps, Greg Dortch fifty three, Victor Bolden forty two, Javante uh, Payton thirty two. Uh, Kirkland had 10, Marcel Aitman had 10. That was interesting to me. Not, not the, not the latter, but the former. Andy Isabella, Greg Dorch, and even Victor, Victor Bolden. Did any of those, any of those players stand out to you? I'm hesitant on Andy Isabella just because it seems as if, as we always say on the show, trying to get it to, he doesn't get it to curl quite right, right? When it comes to the regular season. Um, did any of those players, whether Andy Isabella, Dorch, or even Victor Bolden, stand out to you in, you know, obviously it's getting throws, getting, getting passes from the third and fourth, uh, fourth string quarterbacks? 
Well, for me, it's Andy Isabella, man. He was the second round pick, uh, you know, at the wide receiver spot in 2019. That wasn't that long ago, bro. I mean, you know, and it wasn't right. like he's a seventh round pick. The fact that he's getting 57 snaps when nobody else, I and mean, you think about our starting core, uh, Hopkins, obviously with suspension, he's not going to touch the field. No AJ Green, no Rondell Moore. Uh, you, you know, you can run down the list. Um, you know, Marquise Brown, nobody, nobody's getting any snaps, yet he's out there for 57, which leads me to believe, man, he's he's fighting for his life at this time. He's right. actually, actually, the fact that they have him out there basically playing a full game, get, catching passes from McSorley and whoever else happens to be under center, uh, either they're not convinced yet or, you know, they, they're they're – they're just using him to maybe give him an opportunity to be seen by others. Otherwise, like I said, you would think with the amount of, I guess you want to call it importance that the Cardinals are putting on practice, right? (laughs) Because that's the only other time any of our starters or anybody is seeing any action. And I say that lightly in itself, but he's not doing it in practice to the point where they're running him out there, 57 snaps, in a preseason game, that tells me a whole lot. He's pretty much fighting for his life at this point. And how much can you, you know, really do? And we're looking at the wide receiver room. Obviously, you got Hopkins out for the first six, but you got, you know, Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore, AJ Green, Antoine Wesley. Um, You know, it's going to be a, a tight fit. And, you know, we're hoping that, you know, and like I said, we're, we're hoping just because, you know, I've been there before, man. I know what it's like to be out there fighting for your life. And it looks like he's giving it his all. It's just whether he's mm-hmm. going to be rewarded with the spot. And it's almost, you know, dare I say, Jay, I'm watching how they're handling this camp. Okay. And I'll call it Camp Cupcake. There's some dudes that know they have a job or don't care about going out to do anything to to increase what you know, they because they already got it. It's already in the bag for them, you know. Unless you know, unless they're tearing it up in practice, there's some dudes that are just cruising through camp, and then you see somebody like Andy Isabella busting his tail, and even with all he's doing, it might not be enough. Mm, interesting. So let's continue to go through here. I want to get on a couple other snap counts, and again, stop me where where or I might stop you. <clears throat> Uh, Josh, in terms of the offensive line, Josh Miles had 68. Rashad, uh, Coward had, uh, 65. Josh Jones, 61. Now, Josh Jones, interesting there. In terms of the offensive line play, as much as you can discern or glean from, did the, where did the offensive line impress you incomplete? Because again, you're not seeing anybody that's going to be on the starting, in the starting lineup really playing. So, did it, did they impress or is it a, or is it an incomplete? It's an absolute incomplete grade for me, Jay, because none of these guys are going to be you know anchoring that offensive line. And once again, I'll just say this: they must be seeing me when I say they. The coaching staff in Kingsbury must be seeing every single thing they need to see in practice from certain guys, and don't think that they need to work together in a fierce, combative you know, environment, because that's exactly what we're getting ready to roll into an NFL season with absolutely, and you'll get to the the, 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 the the joint practice here in a minute, but we're going into a season with absolutely no competitive uh, uh, reps. And 
right. for an offensive line, a unit that, in my opinion, needs it more than anybody out there, any other team. You know, you can run down a list. I know they're worse offensive lines than ours, but when you're comparing worst to worst, it's like, you know, find an apple with all kind of bruises on it. Do you, you really want to eat that apple? You go to the next one, it's just as bruised. So I'm saying we're here at the bottom of the barrel, bro. They're all the same. So whether we're ranked 20 or 30, we don't have a good offensive line. We That should be an imperative. That should be something that we are working these guys, getting them ready to not get ready for preseason because, bro, last um, opportunity is coming up this Saturday. We already know what they've done through camp so far. We can't even tell you who's going to be playing where, what, and why. Uh, These must be some incredible battles going on behind the scenes. Uh, Maybe they're doing it all in film session because I haven't seen any (laughs) competition that leads me to believe that once the lights come on, that unit in particular is not going to be ready for what's going to be brought uh, upon them. All right, so that is that is that is kind of interesting there. I wanted to see if we could get to wanted to try to find these. Yeah, the defensive snap counts. Now that's going to be interesting because one of the observations that I wanted to know if you well, let me ask you because I I have something in mind. What's an observation from the defense as a whole that you saw or did not see that stood out to you? Because I, I there was something that was a slight concern that stood out to me. So I'm just curious what what stood out to you or did not stand out to you. Uh, you know, and I have to be honest, Jay, when the games are as bad as they are, meaning we're not playing anybody of substance. Um, in my opinion, unless it's all for evaluation, because you know you can you can only work these guys so hard during practice. But at the same time, you got to be putting some some grunt work in to mm-hmm. get ready for the season. I haven't seen that from the Cardinals yet to this point. For me, you know, we're following these teams. I'll be honest with you. There are more important things on television for me to watch <laughs> than four, third and fourth string guys. Yeah. All due respect, because I was one of those guys battling four positions. And yeah. in, in saying that, it's like it's it's a hard watch. I'm yeah. not seeing. You know, it's one thing if we're even getting a couple series from our starters just to see how they're gelling. You know what they might be. Some of the things they might be working on. We're going to go into a season. We, we're both spades players, right, Jay? Right. You know, when you have to bid that blind, we've been blind, bro. We have no idea what we're going to see once <laughs> this stuff is for real. And it worries me because I couldn't tell you, you know, what do you want me to grade? Uh, Rashard Lawrence and Michael Dogby? Uh, you know, yeah, come on. I mean, these are dudes that if you're down to these guys getting serious action on your defensive line or – you know, you go back to our offensive line snaps, and these guys are getting serious action. We're in a whole lot of trouble. And yeah, what, oh, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. No, go right ahead, man. I was going to say one of the things that stuck out to me was again tackling or the lack thereof. Oh yeah, this ugly head. Yeah, lot, and, and again, it's you just because you're not seeing the starters out there. You're it's it's difficult to understand. But it, but if you're working on tackling, then it should kind of it should kind of trickle down, right, in terms of those efforts. But my Jay Sanders, in terms of outside linebackers, had 26, 26 snaps. He's a rookie coming in, so you want to see him get some. You want to be able to. Those are things that are positive in terms of that. So not holding people out. But what was interesting is Zayvon Collins got 16 snaps. I don't know if that's good or bad because it's, because going into this going into this preseason, we were told that yeah he's gonna he's going to get get those snaps because he needs to make sure that he's well equipped that he's that he's 
acclimated, acclimated to what's going on there. And I, so I don't know how to take that. Sometimes as you look at the data and the data is just, it's just there and you just try to interpret it the way that you want to. Well, just like you said, it's incomplete data. You can't come to any conclusions other than the fact that I'll read this to you, Brad. We'll talk about this on the show on Saturday, but I, I found this amusing. There was a quote and I got it from the cards wire myself too. One of the takeaways from the game was that, hold on, just a second, give me a second here to find it. Uh, And as you're finding that, uh, stop me whenever you find it, but that Antonio Hamilton, it looks like he has an injury, and this is as, you know, that some undisclosed kind of circumstance is going on. Maybe not even injury, but something's going on. So if he's supposed to be your number two now, and there's an issue, and now that who was once number three is now going to be back to number two in the interim with Marco Wilson, so that's going to be interesting uh, to see how that evolves. But go ahead. I found my quote. One of the quotes was McSorley, who's our third string quarterback, or at least fighting for that position, played into the second half, giving him the opportunity to simulate a game scenario where he has to come out at halftime and play again. Ooh, speak on that because you've talked about that quite so, a bit. So, and oftentimes you hear about that when you're, when, when you're watching these games and they, and you say, what what coaches talk about is we want to be able to see how you make the adjustments going from the first quarter, first half going into at least the first series of the second half. So speak on that, man. This is our third string quarterback right. who's getting this experience. And I know this, you know, Kyle's not a rookie. He's been around the block. But right. everybody needs – it's like last year is over, bro. Everything we did toward the end of the year, the crumble, the, 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 the collapse, going into the playoffs and getting smashed – that's yeah. all over. You've right. been off. The Cardinals have been off January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. I'm talking eight full months of, hey, we're doing some OTAs. We're doing this. You're not simulating what a real Sunday is coming up in, what, two and a half, three weeks now? Two yeah. and a half weeks, I think it is. A full-on Sunday where there's no hey, let's script this. Hey, that didn't go the way we like. Blow the whistle. We're going FUD. You know, nobody, everybody stay up. We're not hitting that type of thing. We're going to full on NFL season in a few weeks. And we got a quarterback along with his starting center, whole into mm. offensive line, offensive all the wide receivers, line, yeah. special teams, your defensive unit. Nobody's going to have played a snap together in the preseason, right? right? And then come the first game of the season, we don't expect this whole thing just to, hey, we've been there before. We know what we're doing. There's you make it reason. sound bad. there is a reason why and i remember those grunt days going through camp two days and we had four preseason games we all knew the schedule first one the starters would only play a series or so by the third one that was the dress rehearsal you guys be prepared we're going to play you the entire first half or we're going to play you a few series and we're going to keep you in uniform and we're going to come back out in the second half so we can get that feeling of having this rev it back up to get the second half of real football in, right? Yeah. Our, our third-string quarterback, McSorley, he got that experience the other day, and they were like, <laughs> yeah, we gave, he got a chance to simulate, you know. The, I'm like, oh, well, good for him. I, I hope we don't. Hey, bro, I guess, and I think I said this a couple weeks ago, if we get down to our third-string quarterback at some time this season, we can rest assured he's going to be prepared. Because he got a whole lot of work in training camp. So let's uh, hope it doesn't come to that. But you know, you just never know. I am just amazed. I'm I'm floored at how Kingsbury has handled this offseason and training camp and prep for a season. 
it blows my mind. And I know we're in a new era. I came through that era, bro. When we used to hit, hit, and mow hit. And we used to play four preseason games. We did joint practices, stuff like that. I, it's a it's a new day and age, man. So I, I got it. So we're gonna talk. So I want to I want to get into that. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. He is Ed Smith, and I am Javon Adams. So you so you mentioned that. It, is it is it a little bit of hate 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 coming from you? Because nah. and I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to play yeah. devil's advocate because the way in which things used to be doesn't always mean that that's the way that they have to be when we're talking about maybe a higher price tag in terms of what you're paying for your for your human on the human resource side, which is your players, and you got all these high price tags. So why would I want to try to damage the the car in the garage? Let me at least if I'm gonna if I'm gonna wreck, let me wreck on the highway instead of in my driveway or in the garage, right? So with the preseason games and stuff like that, so to have more of a more of a, a measured approach, you would say to that. You know what, Jay? If you're prepping for an SAT, I'm sure there's a different way to do it now mm. than it was way back in the day. Yes, That's sir. Just, you know, common sense. You know, that we're not talking about studying for an SAT. We're just talking about getting ready for one of, if not the most physical sports of all sports. And what I'm saying, I'm not saying you put everybody in harm's way. I'm saying you at least, you know, you got to take the bubble wrap off at some point, right? right. Let me throw some key things out to you because you brought – Oh, up. snap. Yeah, okay, come on. Right? You talked about the tackling was horrendous, right? Yes. So the first – in my opinion, the first month or so of the season for the Cardinals is going to be like training camp because these guys haven't hit anybody. They haven't tackled anybody. So get ready for a whole bunch of missed tackles. Won't get that be much it. of the league, though? Won't that be much of the it league? Because a lot of the are. league is trying Bruh, to play. You know how much? Do you know how much the? And I'm not, I'm going team to team. Everybody does it differently. True. The the Kansas City Chiefs, bro. Right. Your boy Mahomes was out there balling, right. and th- throwing to number one receivers and tight ends, and wanting to be out there and mm. getting the work in. Maybe taking a couple hits, getting acclimated to that. You that first hit you get every year, bro. It can't be in the first game of the year. Woo. I'm just telling you. I've been there in training camp when those that first week or two days, bro, you hurt like nobody hurts before. But you're by the time you get to the regular season, you know, and some there's going to be some injuries. There's going to be some things like that. But your body is acclimated to it. And I'm saying there's smart ways to do it. Back in the day, they used to be stupid with us sometimes. We used to go too hard and too heavy. Right. But you don't go from that to all of a sudden now – we're not going to hit anybody. We don't want right. anybody touching anybody. Let me get this one to you, Jabra. You know what it's going to be like going from, you know, practices the way they've been running them, no physicality, can't hit. Wow, I hope they're conditioned like hell because you know what it's <laughs> going to be like to go from zero preseason snaps to a four-quarter game stamina-wise. Mm-hmm. Man, they're, I hope they got enough oxygen, especially for those big dudes running up and down the field. It is going to be something like you cannot imagine. Last season against the Tennessee Titans, they came out and they ran. I'm just saying. And anomalies, I think even, I think anomalies, it, anomalies. Okay. That's I'm my just saying. Right here's the thing. You can't, like I said, if you this is how you want to do it, go ahead and do it. I just know there are all kinds of different ways to yeah. skin that, 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 that cat. cat. Yeah. And, you know, we're. it's like, here's the thing. You got to have your own identity. I'm yeah. getting the feeling Kingsbury sitting here, right? Hey, well, I'm a McVay. I was with him for like five minutes, right? And huh. I'm, hey, look, look at how he's doing it. 
So everybody says I'm like a McVeigh disciple. So I got to do everything. Hey, hey, he doesn't hit in camp. So I can't hit in camp. I'm not going to have my everything is there's no two things that are alike. Right. You have to. And, and what I'm what I'm saying is, in my opinion, McVeigh or uh, Kingsbury has absolutely no identity of his own. He's mm. looking at everybody else's scripts and trying to figure, well, that works for them. Let me try that one out. And Ooh. that's a dangerous spot to be in because one, you're not taking control as the CEO of your company. You should have your own set of rules, the way you run things. Hey, bro, this is like monkey see, monkey do. And that's Ooh. all it is, in my opinion. And it's going to cost. I mean, you're talking about we have units that haven't worked together. We've got all kinds of different. This football is an operation. Football yeah. is, you know, um, and you can practice as much as you want in the comfort of practice facility and stuff like that, uh, where there's no noise, no serious noise, no distractions, no halftime show to come out after, um, you know, no uh, television time. That's all these kind of crazy things. You got to figure out packages. You got to have everybody in the right spot at the right time. Watch this, bro. There are going to be timeouts used. There are going to be guys running on the field late for special teams. Hmm. There's going to be lack of stamina. There's going to be lack of tackling and everything. And you want to know why, bro? Because we didn't practice any of it in Mm -hmm. any type of full capacity. So, I mean, that's just where I'm going. Okay, so speaking of practice and full capacity, the there was one of the things when we looked at the the preseason kind of schedule and stuff, when we found out that they were going to be playing the Tennessee Titans, we realized that that they were going to have some joint practices. And so tell me what's supposed to go on in joint practices. And so as you tell what, what you in your, in your experience, what goes on, but there was only one joint practice. And from what I understand that that even that practice was, was, was kind of pulled back a little bit. So tell me what should happen in a joint practice, like the theme of it. And then, and, and so your thoughts on, it just seems like it's another way even, I mean, obviously the Tennessee Titans had to be a part of that as well. So that, that, that maybe the change in philosophy and maybe a, a softening of the way in which we approach the preseason to get to the, to the regular season. Well, I'll tell you what, what they're, they're meant to be. They're meant to give guys an opportunity competition against someone not wearing the same jersey for one. You got right. guys on their side, ones and twos and threes which they try to match up so everybody's even and getting that work in. Right. And sometimes they'll elevate a guy, a guy who's a borderline two or three, they'll bump him up to one so he can get that, hey, we, hey he's been looking good. Let's find out what he really can do. You know, so we might, you know, find out he's a little over his skis when you put him out there against the ones, right? So there are different ways to do it. But right. the, the objective is what I've kind of noticed with some of these joint practices around the league, they've gotten a little bit out of hand in terms of, control over them with these brawls and stuff like that. That's not the point of them. There's aggression and stuff like that. You want these guys going out there in order to get work in. Now, what happens? Obviously, you're, you don't want to be punked. You're out there playing against other guys and maybe they make you look bad or they shove you late or something like that. Tempers get heated. Fights happen. You try to stay away from those as much as possible. But the objective and the overall scheme of those is to get out there and get full-on competition with the one-on-ones, pass blocking, your best offensive lineman against our best defensive lineman, or so on and so forth down the line. Your your one of your corners, they get out there and match up against the number one and two wide receivers for the seven-on-seven drills and one-on-ones. 
So as a mm-hmm. tight end, I would get out there and I'd have to work with my tackle. We'd have to combo block their defensive end and and and, and uh, uh, linebacker or something like that. So we'd have individual drills matched up, right. and then we'd run run routes against their linebackers and safeties. Same thing, like I said, cornerbacks do their thing. But it's all to get those juices going and challenge your guys a little bit. I'll throw this out at you. When yeah. you're playing against your own teammates throughout camp, you know, you have – nobody wants to look, make anybody look stupid. In an offensive drill, it was a known, hey, look, we're this is scripted. You know where we're going. Don't make me look stupid, man. Don't, you know, let me get my step, get my pads yeah. where I need to get them. And, you know, let's at least make it look good. And every now and then, I played against a couple guys, not going to name no names, who for whatever reason, they had beef and wanted to make my period as hard as possible on me. So I had to go full out. But that was rare. On the flip side, defensive guys, we're running a play. We're seeing the cards. We know we're running. They know what they're supposed to do, and I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm going to let a dude know instead of cutting you or trying to cut you off hard, the play's going away, you know, so just so you know, you know, that type of thing. You don't want to get anybody hurt. So what happens, Jay, everybody gets into a comfort zone because one, there's no tackling. It's yeah. 75%. You know, guys are looking out for each other, rightfully so. Nobody wants to get hurt out there. Right. Those practices are the exact opposite. The dude on the other side for Tennessee, he don't give a damn how your camp is going. <laughs> he don't care what, what you're trying to, what team you're trying to make or, you know, I don't want to get hurt out here. To, Look, bro, I'm trying to make a team and I'm trying to make sure that my film looks good. And that's what it's about, that competition, yeah. getting out that comfort zone. We know what happened. Now, here's the thing. Kingsbury, you know, once again, showing me where his heart is. You know, and I, I from reports that I heard, he was the one that kind of insinuated, hey, we don't want to get anybody hurt. Let's just go one practice and, you know, let's, you know, let's keep it light. We don't want to – man, that – I mean, and I can almost hear some of his senior guys. That are, hey, Cliff, why are we – man, why are we going two? We get everything we gotta get done in one. Why, you know, we gotta go two days. We gotta come back and do this again tomorrow. Yeah, you guys are right. We really don't need it. We, but we'll get everything we need, bro. I'm almost imagining and picturing it, and is it, man? It just blows my mind. It really does. Right. So, so as Let we me say this much, Coach yeah. Dan Reeves is rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> so, any any type of expectations at all for this third preseason game? Absolutely none. Nobody's playing. Yeah. Uh, and obviously there'll be position battles for the backups. We'll find right. out because after the game, you know, by Tuesday, they got to cut down from 80 to 53. And then right. obviously go through all the, the things with, you know, getting get guys back on the Off the wire, spot, maybe the wire and that, stuff like that. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So they'll be doing all that. But this game, bruh, you normally game three was the audition game. Yeah. Because game the four game, was the super meaningless. Yeah. Fourth game was absolutely meaningless. You let all the guys who try to make a team go out there. Your your starting quarterback doesn't even put a uniform on that week, et cetera, et cetera. These guys have just done it the exact opposite. Nobody's put a uniform on. Nobody's hit. Nobody's competed against the others. I said, yeah. whatever you're doing in practice, I guarantee you, bro. There's a lot of hey, bro. Just make, just let me know which way it's going. You know, don't you know, don't be out of cut me or anything like that. Wait till wait till Sunday the 11th or whatever that first date is, bro. Yeah. There's gonna be a whole lot of dudes getting cut on backsides, your knees going and stuff like that. Man, why are you gonna do me like that? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so what? So before we head out of here, just something interesting. Just in hearing the the talk about the the NFC West, I th- 
I have some questions and we're in, and there's an off week next week. So the, the season starts on what the 11th is that first Sunday, September 11th, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so looking at this and we'll give our predictions and you know, the, 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 the win loss total and stuff like that, but the Seattle Seahawks, I definitely have no expectations for them. And I'm not saying where I see, you know, where the records right now, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the San Francisco 49ers, I'm curious, um, I have questions about obviously Trey Lance because this is going to be him getting all these snaps. And so even with a great defense, there's going to be, there's going to be those growing pains of a, of a, of a quarterback that's getting all these snaps and starting for the first time. I mean, we know he, he started a couple of games, but that's different than starting the entire season, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have the, the Rams coming off of, you know, they, they have some issues and some tweaks there in terms of uh, that they've got throughout, throughout camp. And coming off of a Super Bowl, and you don't know how they're going to how they're going to react to that. They're going to be hungrier than ever. They're going to say, "Yeah, well, I mean, we got to give it a try. We got to give, we got to yeah. try." But you know, we already we seen the mountainside. We know how we can get there. And then the Cardinals, with all their as we've talked about it, with all the question marks that we have for them, they might even if they are not as talented as or don't perform as well as they did last year on a macro level, right? In terms of record wise, they could still finish. Second, second behind the Rams, or maybe even push the Rams, just because of all the uncertainty. As you mentioned, last year is done. Last season is done. This is a new season, so it's you know we we have to treat them in a vacuum of sorts because we don't know the mental makeup of the injuries and all those different things, those variables that come into place. It could it could be interesting if nothing else from that standpoint, and that, and that's what I wanted to just kind of bring up to you. I'm excited, Jay, because the the Cardinals will have every opportunity. To prove me wrong, I've been running my mouth since the end of last season through the draft, <laughs> uh, you know, through com- the uh, you know the OTAs and all that kind of stuff, and all the contract right. mess, the right. suspension of you know uh, uh, Hopkins. I've been running my mouth all summer long in terms of <laughs> what I don't like, what I'm I don't like what I'm seeing. Right, right. They will have every opportunity to force feed me nothing but you know, crow. And I, I, I hope they do. This will, like I said, it'll either prove me very right, it'll prove me very wrong. Yeah. And I'm, 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 I'm at the point now where I'm so tired of talking about it, Jay, meaning the preseason and all the noise and this and guys getting caught doing 126 and God, bro, I'm ready for the season to start just so we can talk, start talking about real ball, real yeah. issues. And I'm a little afraid that what I've seen all the way through this offseason, mm-hmm. all the way through this training camp, right. is going to continue on. There's going to be distractions. Um, you know, our quarterback's going to be, uh, you know, pouty mouth and all that kind of stuff. And Ooh. he might talk about him and all of a sudden, nah, his he's different now. Get hurt. Okay. He, he, yeah. different. he might turn into a natural born leader now that he got all that money and everything. I'm inviting them to prove me wrong. But I, okay. I said, you know, here's the thing, Jay. If all off season, hey, they're gonna be, you know, like you, me and you, we keep it real. If yeah. all off season, man, they're gonna be fine, you know, because we have some people that call into our show Saturday, and they really <laughs> get on, they get on us. Man, what, brother Art, man, you need to stop riding Kyler. You get off his back, but I'm like, bruh, I'm just calling it like I think I see it, right. and we'd be two phonies if all through the off season, man, all that stuff is BS, man. They're going, it's all good. You know, they find they got Kyler's money. Cliff's going to get this thing turned around. I like what they're doing. I don't care if nobody's playing in the preseason. But 
bruh, I'm just telling you from my experience, right? What I'm seeing from the outside mm-hmm. and what I'm envisioning for this season, Cardinals, prove me wrong. All right. That's what's up. So on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J. Love Adams. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend what we have going on here. I believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And we are presented by Bet Online. So as we always like to say around this time, are you kidding? I should take some of my own advice and be easy. Got my blood <laughs> pressure all up. Got me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.